Another edition of 99 Questions. I am your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. And joined with me today, oh boy, the credits, the credits on this guy. <laughs> I'm going to say writer. I'm going to say director. I'm going to say producer. I'm going to say actor. You might have seen him. Oh, I don't know. Fear the Walking Dead. Paper Girls, Atlanta. It's Daniel Rashid. Daniel it Rashid, is indeed. <laughs> it is indeed. Oh, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me, man. Of course, of course. Very happy to have you here. Uh, but uh, you know, I gotta set you up with the the couple ground rules up front. Yeah, before let's we get the ground rules out, please. We gotta please. get them out. Of the way. You were telling me off here. You gotta get the ground rules out of the way. <laughs> uh, like ground rule number one. Take as much time or as little time as you need to answer a question. If a yes or no suffice, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding of that answer, I want to hear that story. Fair enough. Grand rule number two. Uh, this isn't a... I always tell myself I need to come up with a more current reference, and I truly don't have one. This isn't a Wolf Blitzer interview. Uh, <laughs> this is not exactly a hard-hitting <laughs> gotcha interview here. Um... But if there's a question you want to skip over, pass over. Not a problem. We can pass. We can skip. No judgment. No worries. Hey, Wolf is still relevant, all right? Don't, okay. You know, don't <laughs> big, date him. Big blitzer head over here. <laughs> big blitzer head in this house. <laughs> is he? I feel bad. Is he alive? I think. I don't. Right? Oh, I think so. I truly have no idea. Well, this is now recorded, so we'll find out afterwards. <laughs> Shout outs to Wolf, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and grand rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, uh, some of these by the English language are certainly not questions. They're just prompts that I put a question mark at the end of. Uh, there might be a follow-up. Who knows how many there truly are. Science is still out on that. But either way, the first of those non-counting questions. Mm -hmm. Daniel, are you ready? I'm, I think so. I'm oh. a little bit nervous, but I'm ready. As well, you should be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question one. What's the perfect breakfast? Perfect breakfast. Easy mm -hmm. answer. Easy answer. Um, scrambled eggs, first and foremost. Fluffy to perfection. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you have to have, like, I think, hash browns with those eggs. Maybe some Lowry seasoning on the hash browns. Mm. Um I do like, I don't eat meat very much, but I I do love a breakfast meat. And I don't eat much pork at all, but like a really well done bacon or turkey bacon. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so good. And then the the piece de, de resistance that the, like it would not be the perfect breakfast without this piece is <gasps> French toast. Oh, that's it. That's wow. the perfect breakfast. It's, a, it's called a breakfast combo right there. That's how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> available at any diner across the country but man is it good but man, man is it good man is it good yeah also oj on the side Ooh, you're in business yep yeah. yeah, there you go question two All right. who's the coolest dude i'm just gonna go 
I'm going to go first instincts. Okay. Because otherwise, I'll hem and haw. And we'll never get to the coolest dude. First gut instinct, George Clooney. Wow. Gut instinct. The Cloon. Wow. The Cloon. Name me a cooler Cloon than that Cloon. I'm, I'm Cloonless. I can't. He's <laughs> the, the coolest dude. He's the Checks coolest in the mail, George. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Question three. Steak, chicken, or fish? Chicken. Ooh. Chicken. I like this. Followed closely by fish. Close. Ooh. It's a it's a close race there. Mm-hmm. Question four. Best gift you've ever gotten. Wow. Oh, okay. Uh actually this is very recent. I'm going first instinct. I know I'm forgetting something. But first instinct, I just had a birthday. Oh, and happy um, belated, I suppose. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and my dad gifted me his father's film camera. It's a Rolleiflex from the 50s. Whoa. And uh, his father died when my dad was 15. So I never met him. But I've always felt a connection to him because he's he was a visual artist. He was a photographer. Um, and then my uncle, who passed away in like 2000. I want to say 2009-ish, maybe 2008. Um, he was also a photographer. And so the camera was passed from my grandfather, who I never met, to my uncle, who I knew while I was growing up. And then since then, after he passed, I kind of went to one of my, my dad's other siblings and kind of just sat in the closet. And then yeah. they were clearing things out recently. My dad found it uh, or, or came upon it um, from one of his sisters and was like, "What? what's happening with this camera? Can I pass it on to Daniel? And so now I am the... Mm. he gave he gives it to me and i like wept because it, it's it's such a piece of family history and um feels so special to have that connection to those other you know the uh, generations that i came from um you know a man that i knew and a man that i didn't know but feel a connection to um so uh that was a real 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 special one. Oh my god yeah that is incredible yeah. I just took my I, first roll of film uh, with it uh, recently, and it was it was just and it came out and it looked great, and I was just like, oh, this is like so special, so special. That is unreal. I love it. Uh, flip of the script here. Question right. five: What's the worst best... gift? <laughs> Shame whoever gave you the yeah. gift. best gift you've ever given. Oh, oh man. Suddenly, like every gift I've ever given doesn't <laughs> exist, doesn't exist in my mind. You've um, never given anyone a never 75 year a old gift. camera? Like, that's... <laughs> um, okay, hold on. Let me think for a second. I'm like looking around the room. I'm like, are there any gifts in here that I've given? <laughs> <laughs> I love that for best gift you've gotten, you can do that move of look around the room. But, oh, yeah, yeah. That. Right. But given, like, I'm just thinking probably... if I gave, I, I've given Riley a handful of gifts over the year. I'm thinking if there's anything in the room that I can jog my memory. Um, well, gift her to this couch. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to say uh, there's one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, actually, a different one comes. This is not first instinct. I'm so sorry. I'm going off. I'm going back on my other role. But I'm saying everyone because... stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> everyone <off>. stop. <laughs> This guy's a frog. Dropping dramatically. Um, This is another father uh, related gift. Um, 
for, uh, I think it was actually for Father's Day. Yeah. My brother and I gifted my dad maybe three years ago, two years ago, um, a bird feeder. And that, when I tell you that bird feeder is the most popular restaurant <laughs> in town. <laughs> and the mileage that my family has gotten out of this bird feeder. Yeah. And not, not only then, but like when I go home, I'm not there for long periods of time, but I sit in the backyard for hours. Just It's like, it's like just constant entertainment. And oh. like the little sparrows come and then the larger like grackles will come and like bully the sparrows out. And then like <laughs> every once in a while, a cardinal will show up and like the squirrels are on the ground and they're picking up the scraps and the morning doves are too big to land on the bird feeders. So they're also on the ground kind of jockeying for space. And it's like, it's just a nature channel in your own backyard. And my dad and my mom love it. And they're both, they have two offices in, in the house. Each have an office and they both office has a view. We purposely placed <laughs> the feeder. So both offices have a view of it and, and they love it. And uh, it just gives them so much joy. So that that's a gift that truly keeps on giving. That's amazing. It's good for the people. It's good for the animals. Good yes. for the environment. It's all yes. there. There we go. <laughs> Question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? I wanted to be a, an an architect because I loved Indiana Jones and he was an architect. Sorry, oh. archaeologist. I'm so sorry. Wow. <laughs> really turn off the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I was obsessed with everything Harrison Ford. Uh, the original Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and I wanted to be Han Solo slash Indiana Jones, and so I wanted to be an archaeologist. Wow. Yeah. Never pursued it. Because I realized, I think I realized that Harrison Ford uh, was an actor, not an archaeologist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turns out, eagle-eyed viewers might notice. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Coolest guy? Harrison Ford. Oh, <gasps> Boom. Boom. Turn really? off the pod. <laughs> this guy is already changing his answers. Seven <laughs> questions in. Clooney's been downgraded this Down. quick. Number this two for quick. the clone. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Picking up the silver. <laughs> and I heard him. Uh, question seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? Oh, man. I feel like there's like a a, a cheat answer for this. Like, you know, like there's like a giant, like there's got to be a giant animal that just like sleeps all day that I could sneak attack. Um, but I'm going to say, I don't know if I could beat it, but I think it'd be a, I think it'd be a pretty fair fight. I think like a goat, a goat Ooh. could probably, could probably mess my shit up. But I think that I could through my incredible brute strength, I think that I, I think I could I think I could could barely muster up, but I would be like 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 criti critically injured. I'd probably need to be hospitalized, but that but yeah. the goat would unfortunately uh, be dead. Well, listen, these are the stakes that we've you and yeah. the goat agreed to. Like yes, you both sure. knew what was on the line here. <laughs> I like it. Uh, question eight: Who's someone you look up to? Uh, my parents. Hmm. They're both artists. They both found a way to make their art, their life, and raise a family. And I think they've been, uh, they're really fantastic parents, both me and my older brother. Um, 
and this interview just turning into me gushing about my parents so far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that I look up to them more than anybody. I love it. Question nine. Which of your parents do you love? No, no, no. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> uh, question nine. First album you bought with your own money. Uh, okay. I'm sure. I don't know if I bought this with my own money, but this is the first one that I can remember buying. And it's such an embarrassing answer. It, it always is. It always is. Uh, it was. Um, I don't know what which one but it was a kids bop album and i remember seeing the ads and being like seeing on the tv being like oh like those are all the songs that like are popular today like i'll be cool if i know all those songs and so i got the kids bop album and i didn't know that their covers like kids sing the songs like none of them are the actual songs and i was like what the I was like so pissed. I was like, I was expecting to get the hits of today, and I just got a bunch of kids singing knockoff versions of them. It was oh, it was yeah. horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> and especially they'll like censor them with like kid specific yes. words yes. a lot of yeah. the times. Like oh, it's wild. Yeah. For that kids bop existed for as long as it did. Absolutely Truly. wild. Truly. Yeah. Uh question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? Oh. I haven't done karaoke very much. Um, I feel like if I were to do it, I would just do a classic, like, Don't Stop Believing and, like, hand it up. Just, like, just like go. Because I'm, like, I sing, but I'm not. It's not my It's not my living. It's not my profession. Yeah. So just, like, I think karaoke is a, an opportunity to like just go whole hog and and not be ashamed about it and i feel like just taking a, a big song like that and just like sinking my teeth into it would be fun oh yeah just turn the volume knob up to 11 you know what i mean yeah, like... yeah. of of the of the track of the music correct <laughs> correct uh question 11 last song you listen to um i am currently working on a music video uh, that oh. I'm going to be directing for oh. this this band called More Fatter, and it's a great I, name, great name. Uh, I just got off a meeting with them, and uh, I can share the name of the song because it'll it probably is not gonna it's not gonna be out when this interview airs, but it'll be out. I think they told me like early fall, like probably like September ish. Oh, it's called okay. called Croissant Queen, and it's it's a hit. It's a hit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, look out for croissant yeah, you can, queen. You can take, keep keep an eye out for it. It'll it'll be on your screen soon enough. <laughs> I want to see those YouTube comments. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about this before it even came out. <laughs> yes, yes. Flood the YouTube comments on the video. People will be so confused. Ninety nine questions sent me here. Ninety nine questions sent me here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, question twelve. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? There's a band called Rachel and Villery, uh, R-A-C-H-A-E-L and V-I-L-R-A-Y. Um, the, the lead singer is uh, Rachel Price, who sings for Lake Street Dive. And I was, uh, oh. I've was i been a fan of Lake Street Dives for, for it's like very early days of theirs. And then recently she uh, collaborated with this guy named Villery, um, who is an incredible songwriter. And they uh, they write like, classic uh 
like classic jazz solos and, and like ballads and duets and, and like it sounds like music that you would have heard in like the 40s and 50s but it's written today and they're incredible rachel's voice is just amazing and philry's voice is incredible and his songwriting skills just like it's, it's a match made in heaven and they recently came up with a, their second album but i want to hear the question is who do you want to hear more of i want more and more and more of them because I, I just i love them i love them i actually was uh originally turned on to them uh Maybe about two years ago, a certain guest on this show, a Miss Riley Anspa. Actually, Did she have the same same answer? Yeah, the same. That's answer. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> wow, well, we love them. They're fantastic. You know, they're, seeing them live is like transporting. It's 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 really special. That's got to be next level. Yeah. Uh, question thirteen: A song that brings the most emotion out of you. We going back to the parents. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. My dad wrote a song called A Long, Long Day Ago. And hmm. uh, it's not out yet, but he's coming out with an EP uh, very soon. Maybe by the time this is out, but if not, uh, then soon. Um, I'm not exactly sure of his release schedule. Uh, his name is Steve Rashid. So if you're looking him up, 99 questions sent you there. Um, but the song <laughs> is... Uh, Basically, he wrote this song when I was a child and just learning to talk. And uh, when I was just learning to speak, um, my concept of time was all wonky. And so anything that wasn't the present moment was a long, long day ago, whether that's like five minutes in the past, mm. 10 years into the future or five weeks ago. Um, that was how I perceived it and spoke about it. And so he wrote a song that basically is all uh compiled with like phrases and things that i said um cow. in like a put in in a poetic form um i will walk upon your road a long long day a long long day ago i will know just where to go a long long day a long Even just talking about it now kind of brings emotion to my to my heart because it's it's so it's just a beautiful song and it and it makes me feel like such a deep gratitude for him and for my parents and uh, and makes me very sad to imagine um, life without them. Wow, I'm getting emotional and I didn't even <laughs> grow up with you or hear the song. <laughs> Incredible. Uh. Question 14. What's your favorite music video? Favorite music video. There's so many good ones. Um, Other than, of, of course, Croissant Queen. Uh, uh, yes, coming out soon. Um, yeah. There there are, ah, uh, man. There's one, I'm, it's like I'm blanking on it because that's one that I saw recently that I just loved. But uh, it'll come to me in question 40. I'll remember it. Um, but <laughs> right for now, I'll say... Um, all right, I'm gonna give. A, uh, I'm I'm cheating. I'm gonna give two answers. I think some of the OK Go early music videos, like the Treadmill videos, like some of those are just so like revolutionary in the world of music videos, like like yeah. such a such a fun use of the form. Um, I love music videos. I think that's such a fun way because I'm I grew up playing music and I also am a filmmaker, so it's like a 
getting to make music videos, it's been a joy for me to kind of marry those two interests. Um, and whenever somebody has a, an interesting way of um, like the Dan, like some of the Daniels early music videos are like, so, so ridiculous and fun and big. Um, yeah. And then there's a, um, it's a, I believe it's a Spike Jones music video. And I want to say it's for, um, this is okay. So it's, it's a Spike Jones ad for the apple home pod featuring fka twigs um i don't want to listen uh -huh. to the music and song it's, it's i, I it, there's not the name of the song is not in the freaking description which is fast maybe it's multiple songs i'm, I'm i have a foggy memory of exactly what song is playing in this video but it's yeah, yeah. visually stunning it's fka twigs like in her home and then suddenly the walls of the home start to like open and like in this colorful world and, and she's such an incredible mover um it's a it's a it's a cool video so that's it's uh, i have like a weird answer to that question i can't <laughs> think if, i don't have a name of the song oh i love it listen okay. apple's struggling right now they need some extra clicks they, on they need some extra clicks man we're helping them out this is why we're here uh question 15 you got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? Oh man, I've so I would do some. I would, I would do my research. Um, I because I know that like some charities say they do a lot of good work, but uh, don't all, not all the money goes to where it needs to go to. Um, yeah. and off the top of my head, I can't come up with a name that I know. Like this is for sure the name of a charity that I would, I would, I would give it to, but the area that I would be donate the money towards is something water climate related, um, mm. is like kind of my, my, uh, I think my number one kind of humanitarian issue, because if we don't solve that, then nothing else matters. <laughs> if, we're, if we're, if we're all dead, then you know yeah. nothing else matters. <laughs> so, Excellent point. Excellent yeah. point. <laughs> uh 16 favorite holiday oh I was, I was gonna go like winter holidays for a second but then i think there's something about the community on thanksgiving that brings me so much joy and like i do a friendsgiving and like cooking together making food together um something really wonderful about uh those traditions in my family um that, that that's what i love about that 17 what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop uh, i don't drink coffee so uh it's usually a tea i would say like a herbal tea mm. i don't have a lot of caffeine because my system doesn't quite handle it very well um so i usually do depending on the feeling like a chamomile or peppermint or like mint tea not bad not bad <laughs> 18 now this is a biggie all right spell the word gray oh g-r-a-y but but wow if i'm writing a poem g-r-e-y a <laughs> poem exclusive yeah. use of the word yeah. okay. or if i'm naming a character in a script g-r-e-y <laughs> it just e-y is just so much more ethereal like it is just it truly is There's something about it. Like AY is like, I'm writing an essay. I'm just like, oh, I'm writing the facts of something. And EY yeah. is like, 
dressed in a gown and like enters the room and with a secret. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Absolutely 100% factual. Uh, 19. What's your prized possession? Uh, I'm going to go with the camera that I was recently gifted. That's a that prized possession right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's tough to argue. Uh, 20. Are you competitive? I like to think that I'm not, but I am. Um, <laughs> I think when I play a game that comes out, um, and then I work really hard to not be competitive in my day-to-day -day life because I think it's a, in human nature for a lot of people to be competitive, especially in the arts. So like compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Like uh, I had a teacher in college, I think a lot of people had a teacher in college who said that creative uh, comparison is the death of creativity or, or the death of joy. And I think you can, inspiration is fantastic. But um, when I can, when I, when my competitive mindset comes into my art and my craft it's like it's just so destructive it's so not not helpful so i really try to to like let go of that part of myself when i'm when i'm you know living my life and then allow it to come out when i'm playing a game <laughs> allow it to like run itself tired while i'm playing a game and then yeah then let it go <laughs> bottle it then mario party comes out and it's yeah. over <laughs> oh 100 100 <laughs> that's great uh 21 do you consider golf a sport? Yeah. I don't play golf, but yeah. Why not? <laughs> Team AY and golf a sport? Nice. <laughs> uh, 22. Have you ever played any sports? Uh, yeah, I grew up playing baseball because my older brother played baseball. Um, I was never very good, but I enjoyed it. Um, and then I started playing basketball with some friends like towards like into middle school, high school, and I, I still play basketball like in like just with friends and stuff. Never never played anything beyond like little league baseball, little league, league soccer. But like in mm -hmm. high school, I I I was gonna try out for the baseball team, but then I got cast in the musical, and I was like, okay, I think that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> got to kind of pick a lane there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I was not gonna be Troy Bolton. I didn't have the the, <laughs> the cheekbones. <laughs> That was the only thing holding you back. That was the only thing. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 23. Favorite sport to watch? I think basketball. Mm -hmm. Followed closely by baseball. Yeah. Basketball. It, basketball at home. Mm. Baseball at a stadium. If I'm going to a game, baseball is more fun. If I'm at home, basketball is more fun. Yeah. That relaxing outdoor get to enjoy the weather just watch the yeah the it's like just hanging out with a friend in. while things happening you know <laughs> like it's like you get to just kind of like it moves at a pace that like where you can carry a conversation if you're at a basketball game unless you're like i've never sat close to the actual action whatever and i've got it's been high up I'm, I'm like what what am i doing like am i at a concert like am <laughs> i like in the nosebleeds at a show that i can't really see i'm just watching it on the jumbotron like it, yeah you I, end up watching it on know. the tv anyway yeah so like if like... i could be a little bit closer to the, i've never had the experience of being closer to the action uh, yeah. maybe that would change my mind sitting right next to jack nicholson just like elbowing him like you see that man? yeah exactly yeah i should call i should call jack up that'd be that's a good <laughs> idea <laughs> Uh, 24 theme parks. Pregnant pause. Yeah, why not? Um, 
depends oh. on which. I went to Disneyland with friends mm-hmm. maybe a few years ago. And it was so hot. I was so, <laughs> I was just so like, my experience of that was like, I don't know if I need to come back before I have children. Yeah. Once I have children, I think that would be fun to see it through their eyes. But I was like so exhausted by the day. And like, I was like, I've had more fun doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> but with the right group, it could be fun. Yeah, agreed. Uh, question 25, dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls, coming down to that ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight? Oh, my God. Um. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of how many I could... No, I'm just going to give a number. No, how many, can, how many I can throw off, like, from the get? Yeah, they're, they're coming at you in one solid wave here. One solid so many, wave. You're, you're confident that you can take on X, but X plus one will probably overtake you. Right, right, right. Nine-year-olds can be fit. Nine-year-olds can... on that razor's edge. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say... I'm going to say six. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say six. I think it could be really tough if, like, four of them, you know, uh, take my limbs, right? Yeah. But even if they... Even if they but I think one of them couldn't take a limb on its own. So even if two on each leg, then I got one on each arm and I have enough power in my arms that I can, you know, once I take one down, mm-hmm. then I, then I, I'm good. But it's just a matter of getting, getting, the, getting from six to five is the most essential, essential part. And once I'm down to five, then I think I can take them. Once you get the confidence boost, then it's over. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You understand. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the highest number someone's given? Um, I believe that is a uh, podcaster and poet Beth May, uh, who was on previously. Her answer was all of them uh, to, <laughs> to the point where she is staring down eight year olds on their birthday going like, it's going to be on tomorrow. It's going to be on. <laughs> it's going to be on. That's leveling good. all of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 26. What's a game you know you can win? I think recently no i don't know i can win no no i'm gonna give it recently it's been mario kart but it hasn't been that all the time but lately the last few times we played i've come in with confidence and I, i've run the table so so that's that's been it's been it's it's becoming a fierce in my friend group for some reason we've kind of reverted back to like early quarantine like we're playing mario kart every <laughs> night online and it's like what what's happening who are we right now but, we could just uh, go late, out again, but yeah, yeah. yeah late, <laughs> <laughs> lately, uh, I I've been running the tables, but things Ooh. could change tonight. We'll find out. All right, all right. <laughs> who's your Who's your character? I gotta ask you. King Boo, Yoshi cart, Yoshi bike, mm-hmm. Cyber Slick Wheels, Waddle Wing. That's it. Look at this. He's got it down. He's got mm-hmm. it down. You have it tattooed on your forearm. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting choice. Uh. 27. What topic can you discuss the most? Probably something in the world of film and TV. I mean, just because that's what that's my line of work yeah. for the most part. 
So I could discuss that probably more than most things. Do I always want to discuss my line of work? No, but I think I could. Yeah. More than most things. It's such a such a like uh like diplomatic answer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we just beat up some nine-year-olds, so I think a couple yeah, diplomatic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. Or, or, or the answer could be like, are there more wheels or doors in the plant? It's like that. Could oh, you could spin on God. that for for? Yeah. Is that going to be question sixty-five? <laughs> no, but it, I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred questions. We're changing the name of the podcast. <laughs> Well, I'll I'll give you a little inside track here, Daniel. Uh, I'm actually doing a sequel episode coming up shortly with a certain Mr. Jeffrey James. Uh, oh my gosh. It is the only time I'm going to do this, and I'm just going to give him an additional, completely unique 99 <laughs> questions only to be used by one-offs. That's and amazing. I, and I think I got more wheels or doors and which parent do you love more both <laughs> might make that list. <laughs> that's really good really good we shall see have fun with both of those <laughs> uh question 28 favorite place you visited so many different ways to answer this question uh i think one of the most most beautiful sights i've seen is when I was in high school, the choir program took a, this is insane. I went to a public high school and there was a program and the choir program took a trip to Greece where we wow. like traveled around on a cruise ship. And like, it was an enrichment thing where we like sang at various parts, but I think it was really the choir director was like, I want to go to Greece. Can we get the <laughs> school to pay for it? And, and so we went to, and, and it was amazing. It was so much fun. Um, and we went to Santorini and Santorini is like shaped like a, um, a crescent. And then in, in the middle of the crescent, there's like, I think what was once either a volcano or was once part of the island. I'm not entirely sure I'm foggy on that, but the sun sets right over that. And we were like in the middle, in the middle of the crescent, looking towards the sunset beyond behind this, like, you know, volcano or whatever that was, uh, I think it was volcano dormant. Um, and it was just so, it was just so stunning. So that's like the mo one of the most beautiful places, I, sites I've ever seen in a beautiful place. That's incredible. I went to Boston in high school. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> that's much. No offense, Boston, but you're not Greece. Like... Yeah, it's insane. It's insane looking back on that, and we, we were just like, oh yeah, let's go to Greece. Like it, we didn't think twice about it. <laughs> that rules. Uh, twenty nine. What's your catchphrase? My catchphrase. Um, um, trying to think, I'm trying to come up with a catchphrase right now. <laughs> I think the thing that I say probably most is just like cool, cool, mm -hmm. like, like, uh, not even in that way that I'm saying it right now, but just like, I think that, like, that's a, a way that I often agree to things that, uh, that we're, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> the classic Rashid double cool, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly, classic. Advertised on the back of the toy. That's how. <laughs> uh, question thirty: What's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore? Um. Oh, easy. Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana Jones. I went to Disneyland when I was a kid, and there there was there was the Indiana Jones ride. And afterwards, you can buy like you know a hat and a 
a you know toy whip and a satchel and i got all the i got all the stuff and it's even like a photo we get this thing where you could like take a photo this is a dream you take a photo and it and it like you know this is like the 90s or whatever and they take your face and they just planted onto like this like <laughs> super hot photo of Harrison Ford where in I think it's in Temple of Doom where like his shirt is ripped and his muscles are bulging and he's like oh you know God. he's he's there and he's all sweaty and it's just like my <laughs> eight-year-old face on that body and they give it to you in this like presentation where it like it, it's a trifold thing where like it folds open and like there you are in the center of this thing and it was like up on my dresser for probably way too long um <laughs> So that's yeah. So and then I, and then I uh, got all all of the gear and of course dressed up as him. And I'm, I'm, oh. I can't remember which year it was, but for sure dressed up as him. That's incredible. <laughs> uh, thirty one. Have you ever had anything named after you? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with no. I don't think so. Okay. Tomorrow's another but day. Tomorrow's yeah. another day. And you know what? 99 questions brought you there to 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 naming a building after me. Make, let's make it happen. <laughs> Listen, this is coming from a guy who has a hot dog named after him. So you I have can, a hot dog named after you? That's amazing. You have a hot dog named after me. That's the, awesome. The Buell. It's uh what's on it? Uh fried plantains. Spicy chorizo instead of a hot dog. Spicy chorizo, fried plantains, and then cheese sauce and a spicy mayo. Wow, it's phenomenal. Nothing like it. it the Buell. Have a couple Buells on a and a, and a cold one after a day of work. You're gonna, you're gonna have a good time. Need it. Need it right <laughs> now. <laughs> I'll I'll Uber eat it to you. It'll get there. good. Uh, <laughs> question thirty-two hobby you've dedicated the most time to playing uh the latest zelda breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom how good is tears of the kingdom dude it's like so good it's un- like breath of the wild was got me through the pandemic that was like playing that game was like my escape and tears of the King, as of recording this tears of the kingdom just recently came out and i'm very very early in in the game but there's just so much yeah to explore and like it's an it's an a full-on addiction where like i'll I, I was playing the other night and it was like maybe 9 or 10 p.m i was like i'll just play for an hour or so and then like two hours three hours goes by suddenly it's like 1 15 a.m i'm like so it was, like, it was a long day and i was so exhausted but i like i was like i have to keep playing but i have <laughs> to go to sleep but i have to keep playing i went to sleep i had i had a little bit of discipline but yeah, so that's I probably put the most hours into that game. Those yeah. two games. It it's such an addicting loop of like yes. I'll yes. Just do one more shrine and then you do yes. one more shrine and you're like, well, I'm at three golden things, so yeah, I might well, as well get a I fourth. Might as well get fourth. Yeah, like, exactly. Get a little extra heart or something, and then by the time you're done, well, I now I'm in the village. I got to talk to these people. Yeah, <laughs> you understand. You understand. It's impossible. It's so good. Uh, thirty-three. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? So many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't? Um, trying to think. I feel like growing up, like Jessica Alba was was like like an early childhood crush of mine. Yeah, so, 
I'm going to go with that. That and Harrison Ford. Well, I mean, like, this is, uh, uh, this is a I Love My Parents and Harrison Ford podcast at this point. <laughs> va, va. And if I may be so bold, voom. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, 34. What's the strangest job you ever had? Uh, selling Cutco knives. Oh, I was talking about that today. The the weirdest thing about that is, like, you it's a it is a full on pyramid scheme <laughs> where like you 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 get a, a seminar on how to train to sell these knives, and then you like basically your job is not to go to door to door because they don't want you selling door to door. Your job is to call all of your parents' friends and and go to their house and just like do a presentation for them, and then they feel guilted to buying knives from you. And I yeah. sold so many knives to so many of my parents' friends. And eventually I was like, okay, I'm done with this. But the thing about it, the weird thing about it is the knives are fantastic. They're <laughs> the, the quality best. product. It's a quality. I don't know why they sell it the way that they do because like they have a lifetime guarantee. You can sharpen them for free whenever you want. They're great knives. My family still has them. I sold them. I sold knives to them probably at least 10 years ago. And uh, they're they're fantastic. So it's the it's a very strange uh, company in that way. So uh, yeah, that's one of the weirdest jobs I've had. Now the way you were telling us how good it was, it almost sounds like you might be still on the payroll. Still, still employed. <laughs> Slowly pulling out a form. Just sign this and yeah. twenty five nine. Uh, 35 a book you'd recommend the world to read it's uh called the gifts of imperfection by Brene brown hmm. it's a great book on, on self-compassion loving yourself loving other people and um yeah i've highly recommend it i love it uh 36 a movie that always makes you laugh um always makes me laugh the producers oh original or 2000s remake the the two th yeah with with nathan lane and matthew broderick and yes that's okay. one that's 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 the one that i saw growing up and that like my brother and i like can quote and like everyone's he's such great he's so great with like movie quotes like he'll just like shit will just come to him and he'll suddenly just be quoting a random movie and that's one that like <laughs> always makes us laugh i i can truly watch any mel, mel brooks movie any time of day yeah just just put yeah. it on and i'm in i'm laughing. yeah 100 uh um 37 what's the worst movie you've ever seen um oh don't know i've seen some bad movies i try not to judge when i see a bad movie because making movies Fair. is hard um it's more more so I've tended to try to be like curious about like what went wrong there because they all mm. were trying to make a good movie unless they were purposely making a bad movie. Um, so people people do that and they make good they make a living off of it um, mm. to make a campy bad movie, um, which is maybe a good movie. Who knows what's good or bad? Um, I don't know. I think. Wait, I can go to my letterboxd see if I have oh. one. This question sponsored by Letterboxd. <laughs> not, I don't think I can say that without saying the sentence right. afterwards that says sponsored. 
sponsored <laughs> by Cutco. Um, Cutting right to the heart of the question. <laughs> Listen, Cutco, the DMs are open. You know, hit up your boy with a sponsorship here. I hesitate giving either of these because I think there are people that probably really enjoyed them, and I'm just going to say that it wasn't my taste. Okay. More than my, lo- my lowest rated thing is the 2016 Suicide Squad film. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I saw that in theater. I don't have very strong memories of it, but I saw it in theaters with friends. I remember leaving it and being like, "Why did I waste my time with that?" Yeah. Um, and then I'm uh, the other one that uh, I feel pretty strongly about, but again, it's it's just not my taste. And I think there are people who really dig it. Um, I just found it. Um, this just didn't work for me. Was uh, was Joker? That, that I'm, I'm in. I'm on the, the side of that uh, side of the viewing of that. I, that was just. I really did not enjoy that film. Yeah. No. Right, listen. Very polarizing. That's what they polarizing. say. For sure. Polarizing. polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. And I can respect that about it. I get that. Uh, Thirty-eight. Who's your favorite actor or actress? This is like such a like a actor's answer. But just for the way that he transforms, I think Daniel Day Lewis is fascinating. I think he's like truly just like a um a once in a generation um kind of gift. He, I mean he and Meryl Streep, I think, are kind of like twice in a generation. Um the way that, that but like I, I find that I'm very inspired by the way that, that both of them work. Um yeah. but he was he was the first one that came to mind. No, I he's phenomenal. Uh thirty-nine. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors are running through the kitchen? Oh, so cool. So, so cool. So fucking cool, dude. <laughs> when they open the doorknob with the Oh talons. my god, yes. Oh. Struggling to pull the thing down. Oh, and it's terrifying. Oh. It's terrifying. Uh, and they're like big dogs, too, the way they kind of like were like running through. Oh, it's just really yeah. it's good. And you could see like the breath on all the aluminum, everything in the oh. 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 terrifying. So good. Uh, question 40. First show as a kid you got really into. Um, Blues Clues. Mm. I faked that I was sick one day because they changed the time slot of Blues Clues to after I had to leave for school and I had <laughs> to see it. So I faked that I was sick and I watched it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I want to say I did something similar with like the finale of Transformers Beast Wars. Oh, very good. Very good. Worth it, it. always it always <laughs> aired where like the last five to ten minutes of it, like I had to leave for school so I couldn't see. And I was yeah, like, yeah. Mom, you don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> They're going to Cybertron. I can't <laughs> math class to... can wait. The alphabet can wait. Okay, mom. <laughs> <laughs> It was they got there. It was a good episode. Mm. Uh 41. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Me. Um, <gasps> um I don't know. I've recently I have I keep a journal that asks me a question every day. It's five five year journal where I ask you the same questions each day, and you go through the journal five times. Oh and I recently came upon this question. So you answer it five years in a row and you get to see how your answers change. You would love this oh, Mr. Question Man. Um, yeah. Please, uh, Mr. Question Man was my Mr. father's name. <laughs> my father's name. Um, the, 
this question recently came up and I think I gave like a, I don't know, man answer. <laughs> um, I feel like sometimes I, I'm just, I'm purely going off of looks of like who would match look or vibe. I feel like I've gotten at different times in my life. I've gotten like Michael Sarah as a comparison, as well as like Dave or younger James Franco. James Franco mm. has done some iffy things, I believe. Uh, Dave, I think, is is got scot free though. Um, yeah, he was a so, WC me, so he can't do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that the um, if 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 the casting folks want to make me look hot, the hot version of me will go with Dave Franco. But if it's it want to be a little bit more realistic, then I think Michael Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Offers in the mail. Yeah, good. Uh, question 42. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? Oh, it was really special. Um, wait, no, I didn't meet him. <laughs> <laughs> this, this feels like an NDA kind of thing, or <laughs> <laughs> like you realized I can't have met that person <laughs> oh my god that was that was so funny um no it, uh, just so just to clear the air on that there was a musician that i thought i had met but i'd actually just been a different musician of that generation oh. um um and i don't know why i don't know why my brain changed i think because i really wanted to meet this other person um all right i'm gonna say i did a commercial series with mr t for a while for a couple yeah. years and uh yeah i think he's uh he's as big as it gets i'm gonna say he's a legend the main evented wrestlemania one are yeah. you kidding me yes and he's exactly how you would think he is he's so kind and so funny and you know he's like when people want to get like a photo with him he's like he he plays into it um but he's a he's a sweetheart sweetheart I love that. Now, I do know, and I hate to be like the, tell me the, you know, the James Lipton, like, tell me the story of, but yeah, I know you have an anecdote because it is burned in my brain forever uh -huh. of someone on set asking what Mr. T wanted to drink. Yes. Do you remember this yes. line? Because I remember this line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they go, um, they're like, Mr. T, can I get you anything? Would you, would you like some coffee? And he goes, in a, in like a fully making a joke, not at all mad. He goes, "Don't offer coffee to Mister T. Would you offer tea to Mister Coffee?" I'm just kidding. Ah, 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 you know, he like he's like I ah, ah, get myself like he's he's given this line a thousand times and it still makes him laugh and it's amazing. It's what amazing. a legend! What yeah. a legend! <laughs> That's truly anytime I'm in like a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts that. <laughs> That pops in my brain. That's that makes me happy. <laughs> that's how my brain works now. I love it. Oh, that's great. Uh, forty-three TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. Obviously, people know about this, but I think it's a like a niche audience. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people who I've told about it don't know about it. Um, there is a, a animated, um series mm -hmm. uh, called Over the Garden Wall. It's on Hulu and on HBO. 
and it's just it's so beautiful it's one season they're 10 minute episodes and it's amazing um and i i don't know i i feel like i i there are certain friends of mine who know about it and love it but i there had it's not talked about i think as not enough as it should be i i've truly heard that answer several times here and really i've still never watched it Oh, you're um, you're you're in for a treat when 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 you when you give it a watch, you're you're, you're just gonna love it. It's so I special. Think, I think I've been told to watch it around Halloween. Does that sound about right? Yeah, or... yeah, October. Okay. Watch it in October. It's okay. it's a perfect fall into winter show. I'm I'm psyched for it. Uh, forty four favorite comedian. I think uh I think what Bo Burnham does is really unique and hilarious and like so creative um i really dig really dig his work so he'll be my answer for today yeah excellent excellent 45 best saturday night live cast member Ooh, current cast member mm, I, I mean it's open the the classic purposefully vague there it is there it is okay <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I think if we're gonna just gonna go raw talent, okay. I'm gonna give the crown to Eddie Murphy. I think that man is talented, damn talented. Yeah. Um, at like, anything he chooses to do. Yeah, like knocks yeah. it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, forty-six. What's the nerdiest thing you've ever done? nerdiest thing i've ever done i mean so many so <laughs> many things um such a tough question because i've done because like to find the nerdiest yeah the gem really, in the really mine tough. of nerds <laughs> really tough really, really tough um okay i'm gonna say this is like such a cool thing that i've recently done but I think it's like if we're if we're using the word nerd the way it was used in the 80s, then this is, I think, the nerdiest thing you can do. I recently played Dungeons and Dragons for the first time ever, Ooh. which is wild that I've gone this many years of my life without doing it. Um, I just never was in circles that played. Um, but it's such a fun game. It's such a especially for like storytellers, like it's just group and improvisers, it's group storytelling in yeah. like an improvised format but with a guide. Um and it's like, and the role playing and the fantasy, like it, it's it, uh, so much fun. Um, that or get addicted to World of Warcraft between eighth grade and freshman year high school. That, oh yeah, that's uh, for that summer. That is, <laughs> that was huge. That was that uh, that was of of the time. I can tell you more about that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll chat. Oh, we'll chat. Oh, we'll chat. Oh, we'll chat. Yeah. Uh, forty-seven least favorite state um this is tough because i feel like it just kind of becomes political in my mind i want to give an answer that's not political like it i like it because if i'm going to give a political answer then i'm just going to pick like one of the most like i think i feel like I haven't really spent much time there, but you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to give it because I think it's the answer regardless. Oh, I'm going to piss the whole, I'm, gonna, I'm about to piss a whole state off. 
Bob, you still got 49 left. Don't worry. Okay, I can get him back. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna go Florida. I think what they're doing with just like legislation against queer people and trans people is just really, really disgusting stuff. Um, yeah. And uh, and and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go there. No, I I think that is probably the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 48. Best thing you ever won. I recently made a short film called Almost Winter that played at a film festival, played at a number of film festivals, and it recently won um, the, the Audience Award at the Annapolis Film Festival, and we got to have like a, um, a encore screening in front of everyone who's at the award ceremony, and that was really special because that's that film holds a very special place in my heart, um, and uh, and the festival was fantastic, and it was our last festival for that film, so it was special to kind of like have it be our, you know, our cherry on the top of like, and we're done sending, we're, we're done playing festivals and we, and we have the audience award and get to screen it one last time. And it's beautiful theater. That is unreal. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah. Oh, uh, 49. Is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? Um, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. I have a collection of, um fridge magnets um when I, I had a a um professor in college who then became i was assistant his his assistant after college he was in his 70s at that time and needed some help and uh he since passed he passed in 2020 but um we became best of friends uh in that time that i was his assistant and then afterwards this is also the subject of the short film almost winter which is maybe why this is on my mind oh. um but uh whenever i would go travel somewhere he'd say bring me back something from you know wherever i'm going and so i would always at the airport get uh you know a chicago or a new york or a whatever kind of just your classic cheesy like uh fridge magnet of a place's name and bring that to him and when he passed those became those you know were bequeathed to me so now on my fridge mm. downstairs i have all those it's a little sweet little reminder of him that's amazing uh question 50 dub the ryan davis and the last of the fighting questions i swear <laughs> you're in a fight to the death all right with another person equal to your size you're okay. offered either an aluminum baseball bat mm -hmm. or a six-inch non-serrated knife, knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? Knife. Because if I have a bat, I really need two hands on that if I'm going to make some real impact. And if I have a knife, I can block the bat with one hand and use the knife or grab the bat. I get... That that's that would be the strategy there is to either dodge at slash use my offhand to to, to hold the, hold the bat off and then use the knife. How has that never come up in eighty something? <laughs> of course, brilliant. <laughs> Team knife all the way. Team knife for sure. We will be right back to writing our Harrison Ford fan fiction. And I guess the interview with Daniel Rashid in just a minute. But first, let's keep the lights on in this place. Let's pay some bills. And more importantly, let's shout out the people who do the wonderful music for this show. Like the song you're hearing right now, 
from the Mini Vandals, the song that's going to play us back from Break from DJ Williams, the opener from Diala, or the closing song from Single Friend. All of them royalty-free, so if you like them, give them some clicks. People love clicks. They're yummy. They're tasty. They're good for you. They're like celery with peanut butter. Everyone loves it. And celery with cream cheese would be if you wanted to give us a five-star review. I'd appreciate it. But uh, let's get back to the Harrison Ford thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got one more thing before we get back to the show. Something brand new, something I'm very excited about. It's the 99 Questions hotline? Hotline. Sure, that's what we're going to go with. I created a phone number for you to call. You can leave me a voicemail. If you have questions for me, if you have questions about the show, if you have questions for future guests, you can call in, leave a voicemail, and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show. Well, not live, it's pre-recorded, but you know what I mean. I got the number right here, 732-592-9838. That spells out Real Wax Vet. That's right, Real Wax Vet. Like a veterinarian who's really made of wax. I don't know, all the good numbers are taken, so this is the closest one I could get. Real Wax Vet. One more time, that's 732-592-9838. Give it a call, leave a message, have a great day. So, Daniel, you have a, a breadth of work uh, across uh, many uh, mediums, I'll call it. Uh, but you did something, or at least were part of something, very, very special to me. Uh, and that is a little something that happened during the pandemic called Into the Mist. Uh-huh. Uh, it is truly one of the highlights of a very very sad time in the world yeah, yeah. and i love that freaking thing mm-hmm. um i i can say honestly and for those unacquainted it was a and maybe you could do a better job explaining it um but it is a it was a live almost interactive theater show performed mm-hmm. via zoom yeah where you could go from room to room of this building hotel apartment building um and just join into any zoom room and there were people there in full costume and full character and you were just watching their day in the life whether they were playing a piano or having a dinner party or uh, performing a dance show and they were little twists and turns throughout the night 
and it always ended with a live musical performance. I have such, I think I went like five or six times. You were a regular, at least five or six times, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I I adored that show till, and it is such a fond memory. I still hold to this day. Mm. Um, What was your actual involvement in it? Because I know obviously you were, you were one of the, the, the actors in it, but yeah what was what was kind of your your process behind that character and your involvement in the show as a whole because it, yeah like i said i i adore it well this this that makes me feel so uh warm to the heart i uh it it holds a special place in my heart as well it was it happened as you know but for the listeners and during 2021 before the vaccine for covid came out so it was like peak we've all been home alone for such a long time it felt and we hadn't had communal experiences we hadn't had any kind of like live entertainment that was satisfying at least through a computer screen it felt like there was a lot of like like this performer is doing music and is streaming it via zoom and you can watch it and it's like but there was it just felt like there was just so much of that and not knocking that we were all trying our best to create and keep each other's spirits high in that in that time and my dad um uh he's a musician and he was telling me and my brother about this idea that he had to feature this group called the Chicago Cellar Boys um who they play like authentic 1920s 1930s jazz um and to do a show that basically is reverse engineered where we immerse the audience in the world of 1927. That was the year that we chose. And it was, as you're describing, it was like a, it was immersive, interactive, where you, you show up on, on your computer screen, you're on like, you know, the street of like a 1927 building. You can hover your, your mouse around your cursor around the screen and click on doors or windows and stumble into people's apartments in 1927. The whole thing was like, we want to immerse the audience in that world, 1927 and, and let them have a choose your own adventure style for an hour. Um, just go wherever they wanted to. You could uncover puzzles and solve clues and uncover secret rooms. And then at the end of the first hour, at the end of the hour, everyone wound up in the club and had a communal experience with the cellar boys playing uh, a set of uh, authentic 1927 music. And it was so special to see people in their kitchens. And it was moving the first, first night we did, we were like, we were, we all cried because we all had, we're having a communal experience, albeit through a computer screen. But at that time it was so, it gave so much life to us. Um, So I was uh, involved in, um, pretty much every aspect of it from the, from the beginning. My dad came to my brother and I with this concept and my brother's a musician as well. And so I came to it with a theater background. And so uh, I offered a lot of that to the the trio of collaborators, I feel like. And so I, I was helping to work with certain performers on what their what their performance is going to be in the room and running rehearsals and then i was doing some of the web design we had a web designer who did like a like 95 percent of it and then i you know came in and tried to kind of like spice it up and make it a little bit you know uh give it some certain flares here and there and then things needed tweaking along down the line I, I, i would help out with that um and 
And then my girlfriend Riley and I, Riley Anspoil of 99 Questions fame. Um, she's known for. Uh, she she and I had a room uh, where we were hosting a dinner party, and it was the kind of like the premise was that it was uh, 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 basically like kind of gave us structure to do short form improv, you know, with the audience members. Um, and so yeah, it, it kind of kind of a little bit of everything. I was kind of a producer, co producer, co director, co creator role, um, and it was so deeply fulfilling. Um, and so by the end of it, it was, it was really, <laughs> I was like spent, I'd like given everything that I had to this thing. And I was like, okay, I need to take a break. I need to like, you know, give myself a little bit more balance, but we are, we are in talks and I'm putting oh. this on record. We are in talks to, to turn that into a in-person, we were actually had plans and had, you know, booked a space to do an in-person version of it, an adaptation of it, if you will. Allah sleep no more for those New Yorkers who've seen that. Um, a lot of a lot of great immersive theater out there. Um, and then it, the Delta Wave hit, and we ended up having to shut that down. And we kind of like just tabled that for a time, and we thought we wouldn't get shut down by a wave. Um, and we <laughs> yeah. feel like we're there right now. So we're we are we've been working on it. We've been brainstorming. We've been collaborating. We've been talking with some theater spaces and and trying to make it happen. So um, fingers crossed that can be brought to life very soon but it makes me so happy to hear this from you because uh it it truly brought us so much joy to see you every week um and the whole process just brought us so much joy and so the fact that that was shared amongst people around the country slash world was just really really special oh it it was such a special thing it's such a unique experience i mean i dressed up in a suit every week yes you did yes you did you what else why do not have, why else do i have a suit here i don't have an excuse to wear it peak right. lockdown so it's right like, yeah uh, that uh that news is very very exciting so oh, i will be keeping eyes on that good. um but we got so many freaking questions here let's got dig it. in 51 what's your phone wallpaper right now it's black screen with a white text in the middle it just says breathe it's been that Ooh. way for since i've had an iphone for a decade that's good 52 what's the last thing you googled um good question i wonder if i still have the web page up question also not sponsored by google so <laughs> <laughs> um Wait a minute. Let's find out. Let's find out. Oh, uh, I googled the name of a um, a restaurant that we can hopefully shoot this music video that I'm directing at next week. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Uh, Fifty-three. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Charlie. Strong. Best character or lost Krampus <laughs> the 1A 1B situation yeah, 1A, 1B. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 54 what professional wrestler would you compare yourself to oh gosh I, I, I don't know the world of wrestling but I I was obsessed this is not even a comparison this is just like who I remember mm -hmm. like when I got into WWE when I was 12 or whatever, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. I had an action figure of him, and he was badass, and I'm so badass. <laughs> I mean, you've been laying out Stone Cold Stunners for oh, uh, yeah. this entire time. And he, he just passed her <laughs> by. 52 questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 55 what's your oh. comfort food on a bad day hmm. lentil soup lentil soup my mom's recipe Ooh. of lentil soup which is really just alton brown's recipe of lentil soup but with a little with a little bayer rashid flair that it uh gives it a little uh makes it feel tastes a little bit more like home Ooh, like it's that. a parmesan parmesan cheese rind Ooh. put into the soup while while it just stews. let it mingle just let it mingle. Mm. Uh, 56. Favorite smell? Lavender. Ooh. Fuck with lavender. I have a lavender candle that just recently burnt out, and now I'm like, I gotta go to Target. You gotta go to Target. <laughs> I gotta, gotta go to Target. I gotta re-up. <laughs> uh, 57. Best candy? Best oh uh uh peanut M and M's, ooh, yeah done, yellow bag iconic, iconic. Fifty eight, worst candy. Oh, good question. If you could say that after every question going yeah, forward, please, be... yeah, please. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, it's just, I, I I'm I'm blanking on what probably should be an easier answer because I'm sure there are candies out there that I don't like. Like I think Sour Patch Kids, it just ends up being too sour for me. Um, but a candy like uh, uh, the Birdie Bots Every Flavored Beans Jelly Beans, like like that's just it's just so rude, man. Like you're gonna actually put like a shit gummy uh, jelly bean in there? Like what? Like like I I honestly I kind of love it for the for the bit, but <laughs> I'm never gonna pick that box. I'm never gonna choose that. I'm yeah. always going to pick just regular jelly beans. <laughs> because there's like a one in 50 chance like this was dirt. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Mud. This, this is fun, I guess. <laughs> uh, 59. The restaurant you'd recommend. Oh, I recently went to if you're in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called it's either the or just without the the ruby fruit it's in silver lake i went for the mm. first time with my friend nina recently and it was so good it was just so 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 good it was delicious what, what um, kind of uh what kind of restaurant oh man how do i describe it i mean it's just like it it um i'm looking to see how it how it's described on you because i i, I want to say something like ignorant like American cuisine, but I don't really know if that's how they would define themselves. That's fair. Um, yeah. It is the ruby fruit. Okay. Instead of because they don't have a classification on like on Yelp or whatever, I'm just going to okay. tell you a couple things on their menu. Please. And you, and you, and then you can you can go there tomorrow. I'll catch the red eye from Jersey out. There. <laughs> catch the red eye. Mm -hmm. All right. They got for lunch ish. They got the MEC sandwich, fried egg, mortadella, cheddar, salt, pepper, ketchup, salt, pretzel, bagel. Um, mm. They got 
the smoked mushrooms and farro, fermented kraut, braised greens, onion and garlic sprouts, pickled egg, sherry, shiokoji, house hot sauce. Got the loaded raclette fries, crispy speck, tiny pickles, mostarda, pickled red onions, chives. Um, they also sell wines, also a wine store. Um, they had a, this grilled chicken sandwich that I had that was delicious. Um, also a lesbian owned business and the vibes in there are fantastic. So I, I, I I'm catching the red eye. Yeah, this is That's the red eye. <laughs> <laughs> I want that pickled egg. That sounds fantastic. Uh, question 60. What's a food you've never eaten? It's such a tough question because I'm only thinking of, of the, the strange foods that I have eaten. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never had um, any kind of like bug, like cricket, like a, like any kind of a cricket or like ants or, you know, like there are certain cultures that eat that kinds of those foods. And I've never, never tried that. Mm-hmm. I, I would be down to try. Well, look at this transition here. 61 strangest food you have eaten. I was in Barcelona with a friend of mine and he took me to this restaurant and he like used to work there. And so he knew the chef and they just like brought dishes to us. It was amazing. It was so delicious. That's so cool. Um, and I'm eating this, this like little stew and he's like, is, do you like that? And I was like, yeah, it's delicious. And he's like, do you want to know what it is? And I was like, uh, I, I, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. Do I, when you he say goes, it like that? Uh, yeah, exactly. And he goes, it's, bull testicles and i was like oh. okay i'm glad that i learned this after i started <laughs> eating it matter of fact um yeah it was delicious <laughs> wow very cool uh 62 what's a typical day off i sleep in make a Delicious breakfast. I like to schedule nothing days for myself where I don't, I purposefully block off nothing um, and like schedule nothing. So I wake up and just like have breakfast whenever I want to and go for a walk, watch TV, watch a movie, um, go on a picnic, just like just nothing. But I think a typical day off, typical nothing day tends to be just like being in sweatpants all day and like chilling and like taking a nap if I want to or playing <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom or uh, watching a movie. Um, yeah. Sounds pretty darn good to me. 63 bucket list item you accomplished. Ooh, good question. Okay, this is what's coming to mind. I'm just going to go first sentence, otherwise we'll, we'll be here all night. But I find... This is not something that I was like, this is on my bucket list. But um, what's coming to mind is that I, f- I find um, Donald Glover highly inspirational. Um, yeah. And getting to work on a show that he created was very special. And I, I don't I don't think I knew it was on my bucket list until I suddenly it was cast in Atlanta. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like a bucket list show to, to get to be a part of and i had such a such a blast um playing on that show everyone was amazing to work with oh, i love that yeah do- much like eddie murphy donald glover just seems like one of those people that like as soon as he chooses to do anything 
Gonna... He's the best has ever did it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Instantly becomes the greatest at whatever that thing is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, 64 bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. I don't know. I haven't really thought too much about my bucket list, is it, I guess, is what I'm finding out. Is It's hard <laughs> to think about what that bucket list even is. Um, maybe as I get a little bit older, I'll start to think about mortality more. Um, maybe like live on a farm in like someplace rural and like just like just own a farm and be a, live on a farm in like rural yeah. France or whatever. Just like, just like <laughs> live off the land. Yeah. Just be fully cut off and just like not give a shit about the world and just really just enjoy being in, in nature. And, and yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. This sounds pretty cool the way you describe it though. It sounds great. Maybe I'll do that next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm catching a red eye to France, baby. Let's do it. Uh, 65 dubbed by previous guests. The realest question of the bunch. Wow. Oh shit. Here we go. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Went from bucket. This is yeah. Cause you had two bucket list questions into this. So it like the, like the realness kind of drops. <laughs> Yeah. It's a, it's a staircase of realness. Yeah, I have a hard time thinking about someone who I don't keep it and and, and regret it. I mean, there are, there are probably so many that I'm just not thinking of right now. The one that I'm that I'm thinking of that I'll, this will be my answer for now, unless I think of something twenty questions later. Yeah. Um, uh, best friend in high school, is Ethan. Um, uh, he and I have the kind of friendship where where. Whenever we're together, it's like we pick up right right where we left off. Yeah. But there were a few years where we didn't see each other. He's on the East Coast, I'm on the West Coast. And I recently reconnected with him. And boy, do I regret not having that open line of connection sooner. Because um, I just really, I really care for him. And he's a really special guy. And uh, I, I think I struggle to maintain long distance friendships uh if you're not in my immediate present world i have a hard time um doing that um for whatever reason uh and so i you know we we just didn't we didn't prioritize keeping in touch and uh, i i regret that cuz he's such a special guy and i'm very grateful that we're now now better at that yeah lessons learned you know uh 66 what's a game that makes you feel nostalgic wiffle ball Ooh, so many great wiffle ball games growing up man i would love to play wiffle ball that's childhood <laughs> in a bottle a ball Ooh. in a bat that good yellow like neon color yes. bat yes oh, yeah. the sound oh it's just so good 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? Uh, uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yeah. There's some like themes, recurring themes in this <laughs> interview. Uh, 68. What's something you've built with your own hands? Um, uh, in woodshop class in middle school, I made uh, a little box oh. and it's, it has a couple different types of wood on top and it's 
it fits into and it's very satisfying to close and that's i still have that in possession in my in my childhood home wow get you go i'm pretty i'm pretty i'm like a crafty guy i'm pretty you know hands-on builder oh <laughs> listen i'm impressed i can't build nothing <laughs> uh 69 best pickup line versus 69 for, for like the first five episodes i did this was 70 and i think my first guest ben hansen was like what are you doing dude it's not so close so close <laughs> just bump it up one um uh i've never used this i don't i never used the pickup line i don't think like in earnest mm-hmm. um and i'm only giving this answer because i recently stumbled upon a like probably i think it must have been a tiktok or a video on instagram of of little dicky answering this question and he goes, I think it was Little Dicky. I hope. So I'm sorry if if, if I'm uh, misremembering. <laughs> where he goes, but my, he goes like my favorite pickup line to use was to go up to somebody and say, "Are you open to being hit on right now?" Because if you're not, no worries. But are you, are you open to a pickup line uh, or open to being hit? To like kind of like subverting the the you know yeah. the, the category of that, pickup it, line. It's kind of polite, you yeah. know. It's that's but good. confident at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's sneakily really good. It's sneaky, sneaky. Bravo, little dicky, or someone else, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> or someone else, maybe. <laughs> uh question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? Uh I think D Rash is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10. No notes. Yeah. <laughs> D-Rash. For most uh, of my life. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Uh, 71. Do you believe in love at first sight? I, I Sure. I don't know, man. I feel I believe in infatuation at first sight. You can't, I don't think love is deeper than just first sight. True. Like, I think love is... Di- there are so many different depths of love, but sure, I think of shallow love at first sight. Sure, but I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seventy-two. What's a big turnoff of yours? People being mean, rudeness, unkindness. Someone's mean to a waiter. Someone's mean Ooh. to a service person. It's, yeah, I. I worked at a bar for six years, five years, something like that. Uh, and being on the other side of that and seeing people who are on dates and like, oh, this person is being rude. And you can see the terror in the other person's eyes. Right. Like, oh, you fucked I didn't up. No, they were like this. Yeah. 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 Somebody recently said that, like, I, I heard recently, maybe Riley told this to me. I can't remember who said it, but, but that little dicky, man. Uh, probably a little dicky. Um, <laughs> that, uh, a person's true character is revealed by how they treat um, service people and animals. Ooh, I, I like that. I like that. Feels That's feels good. like a true statement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seventy-three. Do you consider yourself an artist? Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Seventy-four. 
What's something you tried to cook and failed? Okay, this is a fails, but then a success story. I think they're right. coming around for you. I like Yeah, that. yeah <laughs> you know, I feel like I've given a couple of these answers where I, like, I kind of half answered the question, but it's a happy ending in, this, in the end. So, yeah. you know, you can turn off the podcast. Unsubscribe. Um, unsubscribe. <laughs> um, I recently learned uh, my friend Jay is Korean and he, he makes this uh, stew. He calls it the brown stew. Um, and uh, he taught his girlfriend, Elizabeth, uh, of 99 Questions fame. Was it certainly? Um, and the two of them then taught, I, I, I've, he made it for, he had made it for me a handful of times and I really wanted to learn how to make it. So he taught me how to make it through Elizabeth. It was very sweet. Like she taught me and he was there to like, uh kind of assist um and then he gave me the ingredients to make it on my own i made it last night um and it it went mostly well but it's made in a relatively small pot and like you you make the broth and then you add ingredients as it's going and if you if you don't if you're not aware as you're adding your ingredients how much more ingredients you're going to add in it's gonna overflow um, and yeah for sure overflow twice oh. <laughs> I, I made the mistake once and i was <laughs> like well i'm not gonna make that mistake again made it again um <laughs> but it was delicious in the end oh. it, was, it was delicious so I, it wasn't a complete failure but i did fail along the way you see that life <laughs> advice anyone can take yes there it is if the brown stew overflows <laughs> just keep going just keep going <laughs> that was my yearbook quote i don't know why i even put that <laughs> uh 75 dubbed the ben hansen after the first guest of this year's show who told me to switch uh 69 and 70 okay good what's the greatest piece of art ever made greatest that's amazing the <laughs> most hyperbolic question possible <laughs> um uh, uh, looking around the room looking around the room <laughs> you just have the mona lisa like on your i know wall. oh actually um the greatest i should just i should just answer this confidently and just be like I don't even need to explain it if I only had a confident answer. Um, I'm going to answer this like I'm not even second guessing that there are other options. Perfect. There's number a one song with number one with a bullet. No question. Boom. No questions. There's a song by the band Snarky Puppy called Thing of Gold. And I remember listening to it with my freshman year roommate in college, Josh Greenberger. We listened to the song. He he showed it to me, and we were like, "This is a perfect song. It's so it's so so beautiful. Such a great song. It fucking grooves, and it's gorgeous. And uh, if you're if you're if you are a jazz uh, or or funk or fusion listener, uh, you'll dig it. Ooh, can't stop the funk. Greatest ever, ever. Period." <laughs> now stop asking Ben Hansen. <laughs> you got your answer. Uh, Seventy-six. Have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal? Yeah. Oh, for sure. But what is it? What is what is it that I'm thinking of? I'm like trying to remember the details. 
this is part of the paranormal activity. I'm brainwashed oh, to forget what it is. Oh my God. Um, Your eyes are turning green as we speak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, what was it? I can't remember what it was, to be honest with you. It was definitely like a extraterrestrial slash like, like for sure seen. Yeah, I've definitely seen like unconfirmed like, well, that's got to be a UFO. Is that confer- is that paranormal? Would you categorize yeah. that as paranormal? No, that's exactly what this question is for. Ghost story or alien stories? I might as well reword this to gimme gimme your good alien. Gimme gimme ghost stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're for sure out there. They're for sure out there. Anyone who says otherwise is well, the universe is so it's, so it's big. too big. It would it's be arrogant big. to assume that we're just like nope, us only us. Next question. Yeah, right. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh 77 would you ever use a ouija board i have oh i have used it once with some friends like kind of in jest kind of serious where it was like oh and then we're like started to move on its own we were like wait what <laughs> so, but never never really like in earnest been like i need answers give answers to me it was always kind of kind of a half joke i gotcha i gotcha 78 simply why <laughs> um i feel you next question <laughs> moving along maybe that's my catchphrase <laughs> uh 79 if given the chance when would you time travel to I mean, we were just talking about the 1920s. Um, I mean, anytime you go back to is rife with uh, bad things for lots of people. But I think going back and seeing live music in the 20s would be real special. special. Yeah. Uh, 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I don't know how dramatic you would say this is, but I was recently graduated from college Mm -hmm. and I was like, what would my ideal morning look like down the line when I, you know, have enough money that I'm comfortable and I'm not having to hustle the way I'm hustling right now, recently graduated from college. And I came up with the morning and I was like, oh, I could just do that tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> there's nothing stopping me from doing that none of that is like dependent on external circumstances and it's real and and so i stuck i've, I've stuck to it since then i wake up and i do yoga um and i meditate and i do some creative work uh typically on like some sort of acting project whether that's for uh, my acting class or for uh, a, a tape or an audition or something like that um or for a film or something that i'm working on um and then uh that's kind of like the bare bones that I, that I, that I build from. Sometimes I add writing to that um, uh, or add a walk to that. Mm-hmm. But what I've really stuck to is those is like yoga, meditate um, and then creative work. Love that. Yeah. Morning is the time that I feel like I work, work best. Cause like there are just fewer distractions and there's less of the day is, has happened to like beat me down. 
uh 81 what game show past or present would you love to be a contestant on oh so many good game shows i feel like whammy would have been a really fun game show to be i think maybe it's still around but like it's it, there's nothing i don't think there's anything really skill based about it it's just like a giant slot machine but it's like no i miss no i miss no i miss no i miss stop at a whammy like it'd be so much fun to be to be on the receiving end of good or bad news on that show <laughs> yeah either you're winning like five grand or right. you get like dolls poured on your head yeah. or whatever like the weird yeah. punishments yeah. quote unquote, a double whammy oh it's so good it's so good the rules uh 82 what's a quote that you love as with every question so far it's been like suddenly all quotes leave the mind. <laughs> um, okay, there's a, it's a, sure, it's a quote because you can quote it. It's a poem. Yeah. Uh, called uh, Desiderata, D E S I D E R A T A by Max uh, Ehrman. And it's just like a, it's too long, I think, for, to read on this. It's not, it's not very long. It's going to, it'll, it'll take you a minute to read it. Um, yeah. So worth, worth looking up. Um, but it's just uh it feels like a a a song to live your life by. Um and uh the end of it is um I believe I'm just gonna go off the dome and if I'm wrong, oh you'll find out if you, once you read it. Um oh. the end is just I think be thankful, strive to be happy. Um now let's find out. I want now I wanna know if I was right. <laughs> now we gotta know. Be cheerful. No, oh, thanks. well, I'm sorry. I have to end the interview now. <laughs> end the interview. It starts go placidly amid the noise and haste. Mm. Remember what peace there may be in silence. Like it's just such a a lovely, lovely poem. It sounds um, soothing, calming. It's very you know? soothing. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, eighty-three. Just as important a question. What's the best shirt that you own? <laughs> um, I got a shirt from my brother's girlfriend, Lauren. It's a t-shirt. It's got a little pocket square. It's a black slash gray. But it's definitely EY gray if it's if we're gonna call it gray. Absolutely. Um and it's just a t-shirt and it's like soft and fits me well and I feel good in it, and it's a great shirt. I wish that I knew the brand off the top of my head so I could plug them, but I, I, I don't. Hey, they ain't sponsoring us. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 84. Would you change your middle name? No. It's my, it's my dad's name. Wouldn't change it. As we know, I have strong feelings about my parents. If you've been listening to the previous 80-something questions. It would be wild if someone jumped in now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me scrub ahead. Let me yeah, see let me, how things are going around 84. A solid hour 40. <laughs> let's just check this out. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. 85. What's a good impression you can do? I don't think I can do very many good impressions. Um, uh, oh, I can do this from SpongeBob. Two hours later. It's like not even very good. It's That's not good. even good. But That's it's pretty good. good, right? It's pretty good. 
decent. It's really good. Uh, uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? No, I don't think so. I haven't had the desire, the, the true desire to get a tattoo at this point. Um, maybe, maybe sometime in the future, but currently there's nothing that I feel like I need to have in my body f- forever. Yeah, true. 87. How would you describe your 16-year-old self? Um, I think uh, curious insecure silly um wants to do good but doesn't always know how but the want is there um short <laughs> um, yeah i think i think we can go there and and um and a little bit i i was diagnosed with crohn's disease when i was 15 so 16 i think was kind of tough um like 16 was um kind of a scary not not scared for my life but just scary for like what is happening in my body yeah Yeah. no that makes total sense yeah 88 what's the worst injury you ever had? I haven't had too many bad ones I don't think, so far. Knock on wood. Um, I'm trying to think. There's something. I don't think there's anything worse than this, which is like so nothing. But there's probably something I'm like I'm black. I'm blacking out and like not remembering. Um, but I w- I was in elementary school and we were playing beanbag slide. Uh, this game slap. Talk about nostalgic games. You put you put pins on either side. Of the gymnasium lengthwise so it's not you're not going the entire uh, uh you're split splitting it down the middle lengthwise so it's like a kind of like a, a very wide thing not not a very long course and okay. you got pins on on either side and two teams and and there are just a bunch of beanbags and your goal is to slide the beanbags without crossing the center line and knock the other team's pins oh. down amazing game amazing game and i I I dove to to protect one of our pins and and stopped a beanbag as Tony Creason stepped on my hand. Oh, he Tony. was doing his part. All right, I'm not going to hold anything against Tony, but I remember his first and his last name because of this moment. Um, <laughs> and sprained my, I think actually fractured uh, my my middle finger on my left hand and still a little bit like a little bit wider uh, than my than my right middle finger. Wow, Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. By the way, any childhood story where full names are used instantly on my Hall of Fame of stories. Like, <laughs> those are always the best stories. Like, there I was, me and Mark Esty sitting around. It's yeah. like, <laughs> I love this. I love this. I'm already in. Uh, 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Overworking myself. I'm a wor- I'm a child of workaholics, um, and I am a workaholic, and uh, I sometimes don't know how to uh, stop and mm. and rest. That's why that's why I've been trying to schedule these nothing days, as I've talked about, um, just smart. to try to find more, more balances. You know what what, what I, I do? What I love like I, my work is 
I love is what I love is a passion of mine. Um, and that can be a tricky thing to, uh, to over exert yourself in that field and not allow yourself time to rest. So that I have a habit of working myself to the bone until my body tells me you got to stop or we're going to have some problems. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, Haas, slow down. Some, yeah. Just yeah. a little. Yeah. Uh, question 90 getting on the home stretch here. Have you ever lied on your resume? No, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. 91. Have you ever punched someone in the face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a childhood story. Once, only once in my entire life, if I punched mm -hmm. someone in the face. Unfortunately, this one does not have a full name. <gasps> because I didn't really know this kid very well. But it's a middle school. Mm hmm I want to say he was a year or two below me. And I was at the bus stop with some friends with Jacob Childry for sure. There's a middle name, a, a full it. name for you. <laughs> and um, rest in peace, Jacob. Um, mm -hmm. And this kid just had like a really long branch but like not like a thick branch, but like just like a thin branch and was like just kind of spinning it around in a circle and was like hitting people and me. And I asked him to stop and then he hit me again. Mm. And I was like, stop. And like, you know, the hormones are raging. I was like, hit me that one more time. I'm, I'm going to hit you. And he challenged me and he hit me. And I <gasps> like such a middle school story. I punched him in the face and it hurt my fist. It hurt my hand. I was like, Fuck, I thought this was going to be so much easier. Like, I hit, and then like, Jacob pulled me off, and we, we were, it didn't go any further than that. Yeah. But, um, such a middle, middle school experience. To, and, like, yeah, it hurt my fist. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend punching anyone in their face. It's not fun. Did you hear D Rash knocked out this guy at the bus stop? <laughs> Wild. <laughs> uh, 92 would you ever go to a nude beach yeah why not fuck it why, why not? not yeah exactly we're all just monkeys yeah turns out you can google any body part you want you can see a million of them matter. <laughs> you can <laughs> we both feverishly <laughs> reach for the keyboard <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 93, somehow not the realest question. When was the last time you cried? Oh, um, I'm thinking of a time, but there's, there had to have been a time before, uh, more recently than that. Um, oh, uh, this was very sweet. It, there was the fin a season finale. Of, this is such a specific answer to this question. Um, there had to have been one more recently, but I'll just get this one because it's, this will come to mind. Um, it's the season finale of the most recent um, uh, season of Survivor. Mm. <laughs> Aired um, uh, maybe a week or two ago. I think it was season 44, I want to say. Um, and, and at the final four, two people have to make fire against each other and one of them gets eliminated from the game. And there was one player, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there was one player who uh, really... Yeah 
was struggling to make fire and another player helped that player because they were oh. they they become like friends throughout and like there was like a mentor like a like a like an older sibling kind of a feeling to it and like this one player like jeopardized their own game because they might have been going up against this person in fire but it was possible to like because they cared about them they cared about this other the, mm. the player who was struggling and um it may you know ultimately there maybe there's a little bit of a game move there of like if this player gets eliminated i for sure i've got their vote but the way he talked about it seemed very genuine um and like like a moment where the game goes beyond the game and it's it's just people um and it, was, it was a very sweet moment very sweet i love that yeah uh 94 what's something you've done and will probably never do again oh um punch a middle schooler in the face <laughs> tomorrow's another day daniel tomorrow's another day someone starts swinging a branch listen <laughs> i love that uh 95 best compliment you ever received oh when I'm complimented about being kind, hmm. that I, kindness I think is the thing I I hold above pretty much everything. Um, so if I ex if someone recognizes that in me, that that means yeah, yeah, ninety six. Tell me a joke. Okay, 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 okay. Um, this isn't a question. This is a this is a demand. This was explained in the ground rules. <laughs> Did you listen to the ground rules, Rashid? Be rash. Um, half the reason that ground rules in there because I couldn't <laughs> because if I had phrased this, can you tell me a question? Everyone would have been. No. Right, 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 like right, right. Right, right. Right. Oh man, I was recently told a joke and it was it was so good. But I'm I'm like I'm so I'm I really want to tell you this joke, but I'm struggling to remember it. Oh, we could be here all night, Buell. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. This is a horrible joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not the one that I'm trying to remember. I there are better jokes that I know, but clearly just don't know well enough to remember right now. <laughs> this one is like such a like a no, it's just a dumb joke. Um, okay, I guess I'm, I'm going to tell this one, but I, but I I could be better. I could be better. I'll <laughs> if, when I think of it, I'll I'll just I'll let you know. Okay, um, okay. Send you a voice memo or something. Um, okay. Honestly, that'd uh, be very funny to end the show. <laughs> like breaking news. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So this guy goes into the doctor hmm. and uh, the doctor tells him, I have um, some bad news for you. Says, oh, no, doc, what's going on? And he goes, um, Well, the test came back and it turns out that uh, you have cancer 
and Alzheimer's. And the guy goes, oh my God, it's awful. Well, at least they don't have cancer. It's so horrible. It's so horrible. Like, why, why come bad. up with that joke? It's so bad. Oh. God, it's such a, such a dark joke. So bleak. It's okay. all in the delivery. It's all good. Delivery. It's good. <laughs> and when I think of that joke, I will voice memo it to you. I, I or record myself and then send it to you so it's a better quality, whatever. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I remembered the joke. Um it's uh, it's another doctor joke, so it's probably why I couldn't remember it because it was getting muddled with the other one. It's equally as dumb, but I, I like it better. I think it's I think it's a better joke. Um, so this guy goes into the doctor's office and the doctor says, um, listen, uh, I've got some good news and I got some bad news. And the guy goes, okay, well, um, give me the good news first. The doctor says, you have two weeks left to live. And the guy goes, wait, that's the good news? What's the bad news? And the doctor says, well, I forgot to call you last week. That's it, baby. That's show business, baby. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the pod, man. 97, 97 oh. used to be. Wow. A question I came up with that just wasn't all that good. So I took it and I threw it away. Wow. And I replaced it with the listener question of the week. Oh. Uh, and if any of our wonderful listeners have a question they want to see used on a future episode of this here show, 99, of course, the number 99 questions pod on Twitter or 99 questions pod at gmail.com. And this one here comes in from Connor Finnegan. Thank you. Connor. Connor. Uh, were you ever a fan of Jake and Amir before you met Riley? And what's it like to be so ingrained in a niche internet community? That's so <laughs> funny because I thought this was just a like like people just send in questions and like you just pull random que- like I had no idea this was going to be specific to me. I was like I was like this is such a strangely specific. Oh, this is even more. Spe- oh, this was designed for me. <laughs> um, I for sure was a, a fan of Jake and Amir uh, before I met Riley. Um. Because, you know, come, growing up and, you know, coming up in like high school and college, funny or die, college humor, though, that was like the, the heydays for, for those kinds of channels. Oh, um, yeah. I had no idea that she worked with Jake and me when I, when I first met her. We met on, on Bumble. Um, and being uh, so, uh, the way he put it, what did he say? Enmeshed in an internet community? Is that what he said? uh ingrained in ingrained. a niche internet niche. community I, lo- I i honestly i love it like like i think that like i recently was on an episode of fear the walking dead and someone was like someone commented Bar- wait barry chair is an actor like there was like something uh, something very sweet about like knowing that like there's a very small niche comedy community that knows me from that world yeah uh, and i really appreciate that um, you know, I, th- I think it's a very sweet, um, sweet thing to be a part of, and the the fans of of Jake and Amir and and that whole headgum community is uh, 
everyone at least i've i've come into contact with it's been really kind and supportive and and funny so i dig it i love it and i'll tell you for a fact that that barry chair barrister charister nickname is that's sticking. That's sticking right. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> that's sticking. Yeah. That there's some there's some more Barry to come. We filmed a couple sketches and oh. uh, Barry may be back very soon. Oh, we'll find out. Boy. And thank you, Connor, for the question. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. Dig it. Uh question ninety-eight. Wow. What made you want to be who you are today? Um uh, I feel like I mean, for anybody, it's a giant smorgasbord of influences and people. I think my parents, for sure, my older brother, the teachers that, like the influential teachers that I've had growing up, yeah. um, my friendships, um, partners, people who I, I honestly, just people that I admire. And then also, I think on the flip side, people who are not examples of who I would want to be are also uh, helpful guideposts of being like, oh, let's, let's avoid that. Let's avoid doing that kind of thing, treating people yeah. that kind of way. Um, so, yeah, I think it's like in the question of, of nature versus nurture, I feel like it's largely nurture like for sure there's a nature element to it but um i feel like we're all just shaped by the world that we are born into and the people who were where we spend our time around um and uh been very grateful for the people that i've been able to be around mm. and help to shape me who i am yeah that leads us right here wow the, the top of the mountain Oh the God. titular this could, I, this could either be like mm -hmm. it's not the realist because we've already had the realist question it could yeah. either be like a really specifically deep question or another why another 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 question similar to why <laughs> so so let me tell you something i don't know if i've ever said this on the show i obviously the the order of the questions i probably yeah. put too much thought into <laughs> And originally, in like draft number one of what uh -huh. the order of the questions was, question ninety nine was, "Who do you think you are?" <laughs> and I was like, "That would be funny," but then if it actually got like, you know, like heartfelt, like that's such a lousy left oh, jab to end with. That's so good. <laughs> uh, but the actual question ninety nine, mm -hmm. what do you want to be remembered for? I think my going back to a recurring theme, uh, I love to be remembered for kindness and humor. Uh, I think that I try to live my life with a sense of humor and try to do good and be kind. And that's, I think, a uh, would be a, a wonderful way to be remembered. Well, let me tell you, you have been exceptionally kind to take oh. the time and do this show here. Uh, well, this has been this has been so special. I mean, like there's there's something about this 
I was thinking right before for this. I was like, this is going to be the most questions anyone's ever going to ask me <laughs> in, a, in an, any kind of interview. And there's something really special about having that on record for forever, you know? Um, yeah. I, I really, I, I, I'm, this is the awesome, awesome podcast, and I'm, I'm very grateful to be part of it. Well, you are, uh, that is an exceptionally kind thing to say. Thank you so much, really. Uh, and uh, uh, thank you for being on. Uh, is there anything you'd like to uh, plug, promote, waft into the ears of our wonderful listeners? Anything waft. at all? Waft, the floor waft, waft. is exclusively yeah. yours. Um, I'm, I make a lot of stuff. I make a lot of like, um, my own films and I'm in some films and TV as an actor. And my, I post most of my stuff. I post on my Instagram at Daniel Rashid. So you can kind of find a variety of things there um, on my website, danielrashid.com. Um, currently I'm in the, the current season of fear, of the walking dead season eight. It's airing right now as we speak here now on May 31st, um, 2023. Um, and uh, and yeah, and, and then I just I I've got a couple of short films on the way, so you can keep an eye out for that. Follow me on Instagram or whatever, and uh, and see more as I as I make more. What an absolute treasure, Daniel Rashid is. I could talk to that guy all day. Uh, what a guy. Uh, also, Steve Rashid's uh, song, a long long day ago is available link is in the description please please check it out but it's last call time the red lights on let's figure out what we learned here today we learned that skipping school to watch more blues clues is absolutely worth it math and science who needs that being an investigator that's a career that harrison ford can be proud of we learn that a public school trip to greece is a lot like a kids bop song cover both have been oddly conceived by adults, but really it's the kids that are benefiting here. We learn that stories with full names are always better. We learn that if the stew overflows, just keep going. And we learn that you never ask Mr. Coffee what he wants to drink. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go get the coolest dude trophy back from George Clooney. Sorry, George, not this week. I'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode. Till then, thank you. And good night.